This is The Top, where I interview entrepreneurs who are number one or number two in their industry in terms of revenue or customer base. You'll learn how much revenue they're making, what their marketing funnel looks like, and how many customers they have. I'm now at $20,000 per talk. Five and six million. He is hell-bent on global domination. We just broke our 100,000 unit soul mark. And I'm your host, Nathan Latka. Okay, Top Tribe, this week's winner of the 100 bucks that I give away every Monday is Kim Dust. She's in the entertainment industry and is currently working a full-time day job and doing her side hustle on the side. Kim, congrats. For you guys, it's a chance to win 100 bucks every Monday. Simply subscribe to the podcast on iTunes now and then text the word Nathan to 33444 to officially enter. Again, text the word Nathan to 33444 after you've subscribed. Top Tribe, this is episode 358. Coming up bright and early tomorrow morning, you will hear from Brendan Candon and how he hit $2 million in revenue to buy and sell other athletes' gear on the cheap. Top Tribe, good morning, good morning, good morning. Our guest today is Karam Hussein, and Karam is a serial entrepreneur. He's been in technology a long time, based between Europe and Silicon Valley. He successfully steered his first startup, Inbox2, to 60 million global users and a successful acquisition. He's currently the founder and CEO of Fileboard, which is a backed by Silicon Valley greats such as Dave McClure's 500 Fun. Karam, are you ready to take us to the top? Hey, Nathan, how are you doing? I'm doing well, doing well. Hey, today's going to be a good one. Tell me real quick, because people are going to know, before we get into your new company, Inbox 2, how old were you when you launched that? Uh, I was actually already in the late 20s. Uh, yeah, I was, you know, working in the corporate world, but then I started consulting and on the, on the sidelines started this business at the time. I had my own, own frustrations around email. Inbox 2 was about email. So. What, do you mean, what do you mean already? You make it sound like late 20s are late or are old or something. Uh, yeah, I think, uh, you know, in hindsight, I might have started uh, already started working for a startup a lot earlier in my life. So I think late 20s, you know, I was already like uh, six, seven years down a career path. So got it. Got it. Very good. So so tell, give us real quick the history on that. You launched it. What did it do and how did you grow to 60 million users? Yeah, so this is like, you know, we're talking about 07, 06, uh, you know, right at the moment when Twitter was breaking out, Facebook uh, was starting to become mainstream. Uh, we started an, actually an, an application which kind of brought a lot of things together uh, with email, but also, you know, some of these new upcoming services like Facebook, Twitter, uh, even LinkedIn at the time, uh, you know, we hacked a lot of things together. So we actually built an application online and also for your desktop, like a unified communications platform. And uh, it's primarily focused on on users you know uh, power users uh, and uh, you know that was a really like Wait, a Karam, I still don't understand what it does tell me what it what did it do what it, if I installed it what did it enable me to do well, it would be that one place where you could, you know, connect with your uh, Facebook friends, LinkedIn uh, people. You could message everybody from just one single platform. You know, you could actually send, you know, and uh, you, we actually had the concept of like an Uber profile. So if we were connected on LinkedIn, on Facebook, it would all show you that together in one single platform, you know. Oh, so I this, see. Yeah, this sounds maybe a bit, you know, like trivial today, but back back in the days, about 10 years ago, you know, this was pretty, pretty, uh, we were really one of the first companies to kind of approach that. So how did you, you go to 60 million? users 
Oh, it was a, a lot of hard work, uh, but uh, you know, inherently, uh, social networks, you know, helped in that, like Twitter and uh, and and Facebook. You know, where what we were doing, we were pulling in actually friends and followers of different people, and you know, uh, opting in, uh, sharing sharing our 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 information with them as well, uh, which they invited. You know, they were ma managing their address books, so it was a pretty network type of product. You know, uh, and consumer focused, so it provided a lot of opportunities to, for us to build hacks. Which which are, you know, kind of talked about today as well, you know, especially your, your address book. Mm -hmm. So who ended up buying it? Uh, this is a, a company called My Life, uh, you know, which was a social network as well, uh, based out of L.A., owned by, owned by uh, MTV, among others. And uh, until the day I got, a, you know, like got approached by them, I had never heard of them. You know, they had like, you know, over 100 million users themselves at so the time. So how did you value the business when you sell it? I mean, uh, just because it sounds like this was a pre-revenue business. Uh, well, actually, uh, uh, the contrary. I, I think our biggest value was our our you know user base and our engagement. So you know because this was a much more a consumer focused application, uh, we were still in the process of like thinking how are we going to monetize uh, you know all these users. We were really focused on the experience at the time. Uh, I think. And how uh, many know, team members, Karam? How many team members did you have working on it when it sold? Uh, we were about uh, twelve people. And self self funded. Uh, yeah, yeah, that was that was uh, you know we were quite fortunate at the time. Uh, you know, um, we were still like focusing and thinking of maybe raising money and going big, etc. But we were so focused on value. Uh, so just to your point earlier, you know, so the acquirer may not necessarily be looking for you know revenue, but they may also be looking for a platform which can help you know increase their own uh, platform uh, adoption and uh, you know also making sure that they can increase the engagement of their own system as well. If we've got you know a good experience. So, so what, what was ended, ended sale price? Uh, that's something I cannot share publicly. <laughs> How many years ago was this? This is a, a while back now. This is a, a 2010. Oh, come on. It's like six years. Give us a range. At least give us a range. Well, uh, it was in the, in the, in the, in the six figures, you know? Okay. So yeah. this, this was like, okay. So it was a good exit for you. How old were you at that point? Uh, I was about uh, 28. Okay, so six-figure exit, so somewhere between 100 and 900, you know, just under a million bucks, somewhere in that range. Uh, you're, you're 28. What do you do after that? Um, yeah, so, you know, we had just made up our minds, even during Inbox 2, that, you know, this was not the first company that we were going to start, that we were going to, you know, we were not just going to, like, you know, whatever our reserves we had, that we were going to sit on them or invest them in some mutual fund or something. No, we were just going to start a new business. And this time around, we had a bit more leverage as well, because, you know, we had some, we didn't have to raise money immediately. So we could actually, so that was, that was pretty clear, actually, from the outset. Uh, again, so what did you do next? So that was Fileboard, you know, got uh, it. that's how it got started. So, and uh, that's the company I'm saying, you know, building today as well. Uh, this time we really went uh, more to a business market. So not so much consumer, what Inbox 2 was. Uh, and uh, do you want me to explain a bit more what Fileboard does? Well, tell me real quick, you, you keep using the word we. Help us understand the founding team. Yeah, it's primarily uh, my co-founder, Vaseem, who was there with Inbox 2 as well. Um, so I think that's what uh, I mean when I say we. We've been together for like over like 15, 16 years. You know, we know in, uh, since the uh, begin, beginning of the millennium. Uh, and, uh, you know, I think that that's really been a really key of success as well for us. You know, like where I'm really a more business focused uh, uh, founder and he's uh, our CTO. And did you make the decision to split the equity 50-50? 
Yeah, everything is 50-50, you know, there's no doubt about it. Interesting. I, I, Whenever I hear that, I just go, okay, the founders just didn't, they didn't have the guts to sit down and have the hard conversation about who was going to do more, who was going to lead. So they just put it down the middle. Uh, no, I think it, it also kind of falls in place, you know, so to, to, just to kind of uh, give you a bit more context, when we started out with Inbox 2, there were more founders. So, uh, and they just didn't make the cut, you know, so the, you know, it takes a natural progression. People fall into their roles. Uh, you know, you understand what you can expect from somebody. So, you know, that 50, 50 split kind of like, you know, had it not been, you know, uh, the right thing, it would have also kind of created a lot of frustration and irritation. And well, so are there, of, are there other founders who are now not with the company that did have equity in the beginning? Correct. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So Got correct. it. Got it. And I hope, I mean, I, hopefully they're, they weren't investing schedule, so you didn't lose a big chunk of the company to people that are not active anymore. Uh, that is correct. Yeah, okay. no, that, that was, that was, that was good. You know, and I, and it, it's, you know, being a founder is hard. So I think, you know, now after so many years, I can easily tell, you know, somebody's actually going to be able to sustain or, you know, go through the whole journey. Yeah. Okay. So give us the pitch. What does Fileboard do and how do you make money? Well, Fileboard is essentially, you know, uh, a, a sales uh, tool which helps companies with their sales process, especially with, you know, if you're bringing in a lot of junior salespeople, uh, you know, we can actually uh, have them ramp up to productivity very fast. So, you know, a lot of the times uh, people have the skill set, like soft, you know, they're good in, in, in uh, pitching, etc. But they need a process as well when they come in it's to be consistent every day. So Fileboard really helps you, motivates, you know, it tells you what you need to do next, you know, who should you call. Uh, you know who's ready for a sale who's actually you know engaging with your 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 pitch etc so we actually prioritize that in, in a task system that we've developed and uh, we're selling to essentially sales teams and that can be you know small companies and uh, and our clients actually range to some of the large enterprises as well today okay and so this is like a SaaS company correct yeah. okay so help us under so you launched it what year was launch date again uh, so we actually, you know, right after Inbox, so we went into the, the 500 startup accelerator uh, with a, without a product. We might have been very unique in that sense. Uh, we just based on our relationship at the time. And yeah, what so so what, what year, though, did you launch? Uh, that was like 2012. Okay, 2012. Okay, and I was like yeah. asking this question because it's always embarrassing. What was your what was your first year revenue? Do you remember? Uh, it was zero. It was zero. Okay. Yeah. What, what about 2013 revenue? Uh, that might have been in about a range of like, I think, 20K or something or 30K. Okay, yeah, okay. Yeah. good, good, good. Yeah. And then what, uh, in 2015, what did you guys grow to? Um, well, now we're in the, you know, into the, the re going towards the seven figures, you know, I, I can't, you know. Uh, well, if you <laughs> just, if you just siphon off and you look at just, just 2015, what was total 2015 revenue? Uh, that would be in the, you know, like the, the, uh, I would say around the, the, the mid teens in, in, in seven figures. So mid, I, I, don't, I don't understand that mid teens and seven figures. Yeah. Like, so, you know, about 10, uh, 10 million. Okay. Okay. So about 10 million that year. So, okay. Got it. Help us understand the kinds of customers you're selling to, because on your plans and pricing page, you mentioned you set up enterprises. You also have $40, $49 per month, or sorry, per user per month plan. Um, what kinds of, uh, like, tell us the last story of the last customer that purchased. Uh, yeah, so the last, 
So you know, th this is a company that's that's uh, got a sales team of about thirty five, uh, you know, thirty five sales sales members. They're constantly recruiting new people. Okay. Uh, they they have a very set, uh, you know, like a, a, a set sales process, and by that I mean every step is measured. So you know how many people you're calling, uh, you know what you what you're actually saying to them, what collateral you're going to use when you actually call them, what collateral you're going to use when you follow up with them. So you know, uh, and typically they'll have about three or four managers as well. You know, at, at that kind of guys uh, who actually need to monitor progress, uh, help to coach their sales team. So that's that's a prototypical customer that we have, you know, where we're trying to empower every every single step of the sales process. And as of May 2016, how many total customers were you working with? Uh, we have over 800 customers. Okay. And is that unique businesses using you or seats that some amount of unique businesses are no, paying no, no, you for? That's, that's businesses using us. Okay. Yeah. And how many seats do those 800 businesses make up? Oh, that, that that I don't have that number, you know, ready okay. because that that's a pretty dynamic number. Because you know we've got like uh, large enterprise customers who are you know turning seats on and seats off, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But you know uh, the, the advantage with enterprise customers is that we typically you know will have some kind of negotiation that we don't you know renegotiate contracts. It's just you know they may start off with like fifty seats, hundred seats, and then it kind sure. of needs, you know. So let me ask a different question then. What is what is the average business paying you per month, ARPU? Uh, per per month. Uh, well, let's let's talk about like annual, right? So I think yeah, that that's might, fine. Yeah, annuals. Yeah. Do you only yeah. do do you only do annual plans? Yeah, uh, that's correct. Yeah. Okay, got it. Yeah. yeah. So what's ARR? Yeah, so you know that uh, on average that can the range is between twenty to thirty k. Okay, twenty to thirty k contracts. Yeah. Um, and the, the reason I'm asking that is because um, I want to then kind of fill out the rest of the picture here. So if they're selling between or if they're paying between twenty and thirty thousand uh, dollars per contract, you've got to give about eight hundred uh, customers. Are you self funded to this point or no? Uh, no, we're uh, so we you know country box so we we actually have angel angel investment so far we've got fourteen investors you know uh, among other like five hundred startups you know we have Andy McLaughlin from Huddle and Dharmesha you know a couple of these uh, yep. these uh, these uh, true angels. Uh, so no, how much to, how much total have you raised angels? Yeah, I think we've raised about seven hundred k. Okay, seven hundred k. And is it is it fair to say the one fifty that is from five hundred startups? Uh, yeah, yeah. You did the typical. Okay, great. Okay, good. Okay, yeah. So take us back. Take us back then to some other other of the customer unit economic numbers, uh, because ultimately, what I want to back into is the question of how much are you willing to spend per customer. So, what is a value, what is a customer worth to you? How long do they stay with you, and uh, and what's their lifetime value? Yeah, that uh, you know is typically two to three years. So, uh, and um, we've we've seen that across the board. Uh, you know, people who make a decision to purchase a, a file board, they're pretty pretty engaged. Uh, you know, in early on in the process, the process is uh, I wouldn't say it's not it's not a very transactional process, right? So there is like an evaluation. There's a trial. Uh, you're actually implementing uh, something within your company. There's a need for behavior change. So there is some investment on the client side. So if they're so, saying two to three years, it's fair to say that your gross customer monthly churn is somewhere around 3%? Yeah, it's it's between two and three percent. Correct. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. Okay, so thirty three. Uh, sorry, three percent gross uh, monthly churn. They stay with you for about thirty three months, or about almost two to three years. So it sounds like each customer is worth somewhere between what forty and you know ninety k to you. Correct. Yeah. And so, what are you willing to pay for that customer? 
Um, yeah, that's that's something you know. So we've kind of like aligned ourselves uh, based on you know we do a lot of segmentation. Uh, so uh, you know customers tend to fall in different buckets to depend, and that segmentation is typically around how big is their you know team. So essentially, if I would translate that, uh, you know how many seats uh, potential do we have there, right? Um, so that uh, that really determines who gets involved. You know, is the outbound team going to get involved in this this particular opportunity or not, or uh, you know, and uh, is the in Bound. What's your uh, Karun, What's what, what's your current average customer acquisition cost? Um, that you know, I would say for 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 inbound, that's around uh, you know three to four hundred dollars. Okay, got it. Good. Yeah. So payback period is almost immediate, right? If they're yeah. signing an yeah. annual contract, yeah. Yeah. the can contracts are always payable up front. Uh, correct. Yeah. Okay. So if I let's let's go real quick to MR and then go into a few other things before we before we jump in and wrap up. What was as of May, I guess, twenty sixteen MRR. Yeah, that's a number is, uh, I cannot share with you right now, you know, just uh, with some of the things that we've got lined up, um, you know, but what, I guess, what, do you, what do you have? What do you have lined if, up? If you, if you kind of like piece together all everything I've said today, you, know, you should be able to work that out, right? Well, why don't you make it easy for us? It's a 15 minute show. <laughs> Um, yeah, no, so I think, uh, you know, we, we may finally be kind of like exploring uh, fundraising, etc. Uh -huh. So that's, that's why, you know, I, I just want to be careful, of, you know, sharing that kind of data right now. So, um, well, I mean, I will. Um, so here's the risk. You've given us kind of other, other numbers so I can do the math and it's going to come out with a number and that's either going to be higher or lower than what it actually is. But I'll do the math. 800 customers paying somewhere between 20 and 30K annual contracts divided by 12 means you're doing somewhere in MRR around 1.3 million bucks. That's not a bad guess. So why, why, why any investor doing this obviously going to do this due diligence. Why so vague about it? Why don't you, why do you just want to say it? Uh, no, it's, just, it's nothing like to, you know, uh, trying to be vague or anything like that. It's just, you know, in this preparation phase, uh, I think we want to make sure that we have, you know, everything set up when we're having these conversations. I'm sure, you know, we're going to share all this information. Uh, you know, with private companies, it's always, always, uh, you know, you've got to draw the line somewhere. Got it. Hey, fair enough. Uh, so, so somewhere around 1.3 million, but is it higher or lower than 1.3 million? Uh, higher. So. Okay. Got it. Yeah. Below 2 million though. Uh, <laughs> uh, not yet. Yeah. Pretty close though. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Good. And where are you guys based out of? Yeah. So I think you mentioned this uh, early on. So, uh, you know, we've got our development team based in Europe okay. and, uh, you know, based out of the uh, mountain view as well, you know, that's where we started off. But, uh, you know, I, we have a strategic uh, choice that our development product development takes place in Europe. And what's the total team size? Uh, we're about 25 people. Okay, 25 folks. That's that's a good size. Well, hey, Karam, the amazing story. Congratulations on the, on the success. This is super impressive. If people want to follow you online as you continue to build this business, where can they do that? I think LinkedIn is the best way to connect. The greatest business show on earth is coming to Austin, Texas with the addition of two capuchin monkeys that can write cold emails and they close harder and faster than most of your salespeople. You don't want to miss it. Go to nathanlacka.com forward slash Austin live to get your tickets now. These monkeys are unbelievable. Okay, Top Tribe, I have to tell you, many people go, Nathan, you came out of nowhere, your website's growing so fast, how'd you do it? The answer is simple. So I use HostGator, I don't know if you guys know that, but I use HostGator, and the reason I do, they have like about 4,500 free templates I can use, because I don't code. They've got a great e-commerce plugin, and guys, I bug the heck out of their support. They've got 24-7 support, which I love. So what I've done is I've worked with them, you guys know I make great deals. If you go to HostGator.com forward slash Nathan, you can see 
sign up, get your own domain for 30% off and a 45-day money-back guarantee. Okay, again, I make great deals for you guys. Go to hostgator.com forward slash Nathan to grab that now. LinkedIn. All right, guys, we will link to that in the show notes at nathanlatka.com forward slash the top three, five, eight. Again, forward slash the top three, five, eight. All right, Krom, it's time for my favorite part of the show. Do you know what, what you know what it's called? Uh, no, I have to apologize. <laughs> it's, time <for> the, <laughs> it's time for the famous five. Are you ready? Sure. All right. Number one for you. What is your favorite business book? Uh, that has to be zero to one. Peter Thiel, zero to one. Okay. Yeah. Number two, is there a CEO you're following or studying right now? Uh, yeah. Uh, Elon Musk, uh, you know, without any doubt. Number three, is there a favorite online tool you have like FreshBooks? Uh, I would say that's Trello for me. Okay. Number four, uh, yes or no, do you get eight hours of sleep? No. No. Okay. And how old are you again? Uh, now I'm actually nearing 39. So. 39? Yeah. Okay, good. It sounds like you have a birthday coming up. You're unsure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> nice. Absolutely. So ha happy early birthday. All right. And before I ask this next question, what's your situation? Are you married, single? Do you have kids? Uh, I'm actually crazy. So I'm married and I have three kids. So <laughs> <laughs> I love how you say that you're crazy. All right. So married with three kids. Here's the question. Yes or no. Uh, oh, sorry. You said you're not getting eight hours of sleep. Take us back. Last question. Take us back 19 years. What do you wish your 20 year old self knew? Um, yeah, not to go and work for a corporate after my graduation, but to, you know, even if I had to, I don't know, clean the toilets at the startup, that's where I would have started. Awesome. Well, top tribe, there you have it. Start by being your own boss, no matter what it is you're doing. You learned today from Karam with his company file board. There are over 800 customers now raised over 700,000 bucks last year did somewhere around $10 million. They're looking to potentially raise, watch them guys. It's going to be a lot of fun. Karam, thank you for taking us to the top. Thank you, Nathan. Top Tribe, if you enjoyed today's episode, go back and listen to Hank from yesterday. He quit his job, lost his life savings, then hit it big with his SaaS business. How did he do it? Top Tribe, I love giving away free money. I feel like Oprah giving away cars, and I have something special for you today. How many of you have heard our super sharp guests talk about success they've had with Facebook and Google ads? Well, all of you listening right now, yes, if you're listening, you get $100 in free AdWords. Here's how you get it, okay? Again, thanks for listening. Get the free $100 from Google, right, when you sign up with my website host provider, HostGator. Go sign up now to get your free money, hostgator.com forward slash Nathan. Again, that's hostgator.com forward slash Nathan. Folks, breaking news. We have added two capuchin monkeys that can sit at a computer, type an email, and close a deal live on stage at the greatest business show on earth coming to Austin, Texas, October 6th. Brought to you by yours truly. We are almost sold out. So many people buying like Blake Allen, who is the CEO of AppLink, Timothy Delaforce, who works at the Work Lodge, and he's XHP, and hundreds of other people. It's going to be a show like you've never seen before. The greatest business show on earth. Go get your tickets at nathanlatka.com forward slash Austin live before they sell out. nathanlatka.com forward slash Austin live to see these unbelievable two capuchin monkeys, billionaires battle on stage, startups go from bootstrap to billions live and much more. nathanlatka.com forward slash Austin live to get your tickets now. 
Okay, Top Tribe, I'll see you bright and early tomorrow morning. And don't forget, before you listen to any other episodes, subscribe on iTunes right now for your chance to win 100 bucks every Monday.